Hello, my siblings, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Municipal Podcast. I'd like to start off by just expressing a huge, huge appreciation to everyone who's voted for us for the APVA ABVA Award. And I mean, it was just amazing the outpour of love and dedication from the community. Can't thank you guys enough. Well, for this week's episode, I just wanted to say that we have an exciting episode for you. In our previous conversation with the talented and resilient Farah, we explored her childhood experiences and the challenges she's faced with her parents' divorce and also her divorce um, from her first marriage. If you missed it, make sure to go back and catch up. Farah's story is truly captivating. During our conversation, we also discovered that her journey extends far beyond her childhood. She generously shared her experiences of love, vulnerability, and strength in her current blended marriage. We discussed the complexity of merging families, co-parenting, and creating a harmonious environment for everyone involved. But that's not all. Farah and her husband, Tony, have had their fair share of challenges. Um, Tony's military career brought its own set of hurdles, including um, long separations and constant uncertainty. Despite the distance, they were able to find ways to nurture their relationship and support each other through thick and thin. In this concluding episode, we will also delve into the painful realities of divorce and heart-wrenching experience of being estranged from one's children. Um, Tony's resilience and determination shines through as he shared how he coped with these difficult moments and also reviewed his family bonds. So join us as we, as we continue Farah's and Tony's extraordinary journey, exploring themes of love, vulnerability, blended families, uh, military careers, painful divorce, and the unwavering commitment to reconnect with your family. I hope that their authenticity, I hope that their authenticity, why is that word so hard to say? and wisdom will inspire and uplift you. <sighs> so without further ado, let's jump back into our conversation with Farah and Tony and keep uncovering the layers of their remarkable story and everything in between. Uh, what happens we talked about? I think we've talked about almost... We've everything. talked about a lot. Yeah, like, yes. How do you feel and so And it's been about me. And yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But how do you feel? Let me check in with you. How do you feel so far? I feel good. Right? Okay. I, I know before we did this, we were a little bit apprehensive. A, a little bit? I just, I didn't <laughs> want to say, <laughs> I didn't want to say the whole length of it. But how do you, I mean, did you, is your apprehension still there or it's kind of melted? Like I, well, the thing, I knew once we got into, into it, it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I mean, like, it's, I'm always comfortable around you. Oh, thank you. And thank you. you are very hospitable. Oh. And okay, you, wait, people don't... still. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at All right, we still you, you make people feel safe. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We do. And thank so, you. Thank you. It, it has been. Maybe we should bring a totally really wonderful. Maybe friendship. you can. Uh, are there some things you like to say about your wife? Oh gosh. Huh? Sure. 
Yeah, come in, come on in. <laughs> the reason I crawl, we can. Yeah. So we're bringing in um, Mr. Stout. <laughs> He's got to take the glasses off the top of his head because he knows that I'll say something. I'll be like, <laughs> Don't give him a hard time, Farah. <laughs> Yeah, you can smell it. Someone's face. Oh, you just want to. All right. We're having a moment. We're having a moment. You guys have to forgive us. All right. Take it. It's all. It is a love seat. Literally. (laughs) Literally. So. How's it been like being married to Fire? Probably my greatest adventure. Really has. It is. It has been. Well, I I just wasn't. I I didn't anticipate that question. So. Um, and if I really sat down and thought about it, I, I would have to say it is my greatest adventure because it's this has been the constant that has lasted the longest in my life. Yeah. Um, so it's been a it's been a great adventure, and you never know. You know, it's kind of like a box of chocolates. You never yeah, know you what you're going to get. get. Except she doesn't eat it anymore, so she doesn't know what yeah, she's she does. Again. Don't don't. She does now. She eats, she eats chocolate. Okay, now. okay. It, but, but it's not it's not like she has chocolate laying around the house yeah, that she's yeah. going and going after. Yeah. Like we have chocolate in the house constantly. Yeah. We don't. It's that's not. Uh, that's that's not her. Yeah. yeah. Her her guilty pleasure is jelly beans. Oh really? No 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 no. Is it gummy bears? Clarify which one. Not jelly beans. Oh, I'm sorry. Jelly bellies. Jelly belly. Oh, they're different. Jelly beans. They are. Yeah, different. that's them right there. That too. Is that where she lives from? It's okay. It's grandma's house. You can spell her. That's right. Uh, so how are jelly bellies different from jelly beans? Just the flavors. The fl- uh, and they're, they're, it's not just the flavors. Like even the inside is a different texture. I'm sorry. This is my time. <laughs> this is my time. That's yours. This is about me now, not you. So jelly bellies. Okay, get it. You yeah. got it. Got it. Got it. So one of the few times I met you, whenever I met you the first time, there was something I thought was strikingly different about you. You're so in tune with your emotions and you're not afraid to express even like the vulnerability. Was that something you've always, was that how you've always been or how, what made it that for you? My kids, I think. Uh, um, because early on, early on in our marriage, I was very, and I hate to use the word stoic, but I mean, I was very, my emotions stayed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was just something that um, being the youngest kid, the youngest in our family and. Um, the youngest of four. Well, actually more because yeah, they grew up in a blended family. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just wasn't, it wasn't easy for me to show my emotions. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy for me to cry. My goodness. I don't even remember when the last time or when the first time I really let out my emotion. Um, but there, there was, it, it would just have to be my kids. And, and when I say my kids, I mean all of my kids. Of course. Of course. So, um, I, I think that that's probably what brought it out of me. Um, just knowing that God has entrusted me with their care and that I have to be the best, um, male figure for them. Uh, so yeah. Hmm. What was the hardest part being a being a blended marriage for you? Because you inherited a bonus daughter as well. Um, the hardest part, probably just the um, 
I, th- I think it was the communication between Farah and I and what we wanted as far as the discipline in the home and the, uh, the discipline, not only of my daughter coming into the marriage, but also her daughter as well. Um, it was really, was really difficult, mm. uh, because she had her Mackenzie when, when we got married, Mackenzie had been sleeping in the bed with her. Mm. And my thing was no kids, in the bed. <laughs> I don't uh, no, no kids in the bed. Um, uh, you know, there. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, now, before we got married, I had a, I had a Labrador. Her name was Steve. I slept on your bed, and she slept on my bed. So you, when, when my, yeah. So when I was separated from my first wife, yeah. before that, no. Okay, I, I would not let her. Yeah. yeah, but well, I, I had, had her for the story the other day. I was like, it's your you dog. Made, you, yeah, you made him give away the dog. No, no, didn't make me give away the dog. Okay. I gave the dog away because we didn't have a place for her so, at uh, the house, and and I didn't want her to be a one hundred percent inside dog. Okay, okay. Um, it's kind of like <laughs> but the you dog. Said it was it's me or the dog in the bed. It was no, it's me or the dog. Period. Like the dog is not in the house. You're like, I don't want it to be a one hundred percent inside dog, and I'm like, it ain't gonna be. Anything. Like we're not. Why do you remember the story differently than you remember the story? Because I had a version. Yeah, some some of the stories she's been saying, I'm like. Mm. Not how, not exactly how I remember. Which, one, which ones you want to want to retract? Uh, how you guys met, right? Or oh no, 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 no. How we met was she. Mm-hmm. It, it was at church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we met in the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, had never thought anything about it when she was, and actually, so she had just had Mackenzie, but my ex-wife was still pregnant, pregnant at the yeah. time. So that's the way I remember it. Um, and <laughs> oh, then, it was and a baby then, because you said you had your two babies together. Okay, okay. Because she said babies were together at the mall. I just remember looking at her baby mm. and seeing all the hair. Oh, Mackenzie. I was like, Mackenzie had a lot. I, I, I remember, I remember looking at Mackenzie and thinking, "Oh my goodness, why would she put a wig on the baby?" <laughs> but Mackenzie, Mackenzie had so much hair when she was born. Wow. Let's go back and look at the baby, wow. and it was, I mean. You know, of course, I really don't have a whole lot of room to talk about hair, but uh, um, but Mackenzie's had more hair than me since day one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that is the honest truth. Yeah. That's but uh, yeah, so it's and then um, she was right about the phone conversations, and there there were times that phone conversations, you know, we'd wake up in the morning and we were still on the phone. Wow. We'd just fallen asleep on the phone. That would be annoying if I was trying yeah. to reach either one of you. I was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But I mean, there, there, was, there was a couple things. Not, nothing major. Nothing that yeah. really stands out that, yeah. oh, no, you know, it's you're the first one to ask me to marry you. I did. I asked her to marry me. She's like, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. And so I told her, I said, well, when you're ready to marry me, you let me know and we'll get married. And I don't, I don't know. Did you, did you say how quick it was that we got married after June. you told me? She said June. You I went did. after. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So we got. I so I came home on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And we were married on the following Tuesday. Baba. She took, so, you, so, you so came, she told. So I came home on Friday. On Saturday night, I shot a wedding, and I was working at Big Jake's, and then I drove down. Okay, so Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, that, so that's even. <laughs> that so. So she 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 and tells me we went to a water park. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, and then Monday, Monday I was still off of work and so we went down and got the marriage license yeah. and lined out the uh, um <laughs> the justice of the peace. Yeah. 
and then and and the venue where we were going. Yes. And I say venue because it we didn't know who owned the house. It wasn't a venue. No, no, no. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Let me explain what this is. So we had a friend that was the and and it was more her friend because she know she knew the guy and I was just getting to know him. Mm-hmm. And it was a he, yeah, well, they had a friend that lived in a. They and lived, a little, they lived in a little bit better area mm-hmm. in Fort Smith, mm-hmm. and so they, they were like, "They've Sienna got a pool." Hills. Yeah, it so, would be like the Nichols Hills. Oh, like yeah, the Pacific. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and they had a pool in their backyard, and they're like, "Oh, you guys could go, and you know, you could have the wedding by the backyard. by the backyard, you know, in the backyard by the pool, and all that." And we're like, "Hey, cool. When we're done, we'll take the plunge." <laughs> and it was, you know, it was just a, it was a joke, but. Yeah, so we did, and and that Monday but, we got everything lined out. But and then they Tuesday, heard that story, and they contacted uh, a, a news paper. reporter, mm-hmm. and had a news reporter there to take pictures of us taking the wall. plunge. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, jump, so so after, after we literally we jumped done, in the water, like, aren't you gonna? We weren't planning to, but they're like, aren't you gonna take the plunge? Like, aren't you gonna jump yeah. into the water? Yeah. And we're like. This was June, so it was, okay. not, it was, it was kind of it was warm. It was July, it was yeah. July. Yeah, yeah, July first. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I So we took, we did, we took the plunge. Yeah. But then my daughter was with her dad, and so yeah. I was like, "Oh, please I, don't post." We're like, "Don't put it in the paper." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I called a, a friend and said, "Can you have them not run that paper?" That, yeah. Did they ever yeah. run it? They didn't. No. Okay. So, um, I I, <laughs> I imagine that um, for you, Tony, like. Whenever you guys went for those conferences for blended families and you keep hearing about the statistics about, for example, 85% of second marriages don't work. And then your mom in the beginning stage of it as a way to protect you saying, this is not going to last. What did you, I mean, how did you come out just, you know, 25 years strong? Because you guys are actually beating the odds in every, even if it's a, as a, for a second marriage, definitely. Yeah. First marriage, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody stays together for that long. Yeah. How much more second marriage? Were there some moments of like shaky faith or what, what, what would you say has been the foundation of your relationship? faith yeah um i think i think our faith is the is the number one but after that after that i'm gonna have to say that it was you know when we after we got married we we just said look there is no extra no exit sign none it's doesn't matter what happens in our marriage we're in this for the long haul and he's always said he's always said if you leave you better be ready because I'm coming with you. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm not. You know. I. I I'm not gonna. Th- this is. <laughs> this right here means more to me than anything. Mm. I'll walk away from anybody, anything, anywhere. I'm. To follow her. Mm. To go with her. Um. And I know she would do the same thing for me. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. I mean. Don't I don't want it to sound like she drives the relationship and it's and I'm I'm the little puppy dog trailing along. But you know if she was the packer bags, but but if she packs her bags, she packs her bags and walks away. I'm coming with her. I'll find her. But I'm really impressed that you didn't say what you always say. What's that? Remind him. What's the glue? Oh, the glue that sticks us that keeps us together. Sex. (laughs) Oh. So. That is a needed ingredient. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So no, I mean it, and, and so we we have, um, and and that's the that's the truth. It's 
you know, we are very um, affectionate people. Yeah. We are very. Um, but we've been. Yeah. What's, what's that? Expressive with your love. You're very. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, I, I don't have a problem patting her on the rear end in public. <laughs> so and she she has a problem. Okay. With me. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but she is. <laughs> see. But 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 here's the deal. But here's the deal. That is what makes us who we are, and that is what makes us almost 26 years strong. Um, well, that's you know, a, that's a part of. Yeah. We we've yeah. had you know we've we've had some issues. We've had some fights. We've had some arguments. Of course, I've married. But. But anytime you put two people together from completely different, different ends of the spectrums, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, I I was new in my faith when I met her. Um, you know, she saw me get baptized. She's been with me when I first spoke in tongues. She has. Um, I mean, she's been she's been with me for pretty much all of my faith. She When I walked into church that very first time, um that was when I gave my heart to the Lord. I mm-hmm. sat, I sat on the back, um, on the very back pew because <laughs> that kind of back up a little bit. And so I had, when I, <laughs> this is a funny story kind of about the assemblies of God thing. So, um, when, when my first wife left me, I uh, basically, I didn't eat and I, I, I lost so much weight so fast. And my neighbors, uh, they came over and they were just like, Hey, why don't you come, why don't you come over for dinner tonight? You know, what, what's your favorite food? I'm like, I'm, I really don't want to eat. And they're like, no, 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 you need to eat. eat. And so they made me some, uh, I, at the, at that point in time, I really had a craving for broccoli cheese soup. Okay. So they made me broccoli cheese soup. They came and I came over that night and we, I had about a half of a cup just because my stomach had shrunk so much. And we talked and they're like, why don't you come to church with us in the morning? And I'm like, okay, where do you go to church? And they're like, well, we go down to Alma First Assembly of God. And I, I mean, immediately it's my, my radar pops up and I'm like, oh, red flags, right? Um, <laughs> he was raised Catholic because I was raised Catholic. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, and, and, um, their first response, cause they saw me just kind of like their first response to me is like, look, we don't drink strict nine and we don't play with serpents. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and, and so they were, you know, and and so we talked a little bit and they're like, look, we believe in the Bible. We believe in the Bible from the front to the back. Every bit of the Bible we believe to be the God inspired truth. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, what time do I need to be here? Well, we have, we have, uh, um, Sunday school. I think Sunday school is like nine or something like that, eight 30 or nine. And, and so I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll meet you there. I'll be there. And I did. And so but, but still at the back because in case away it's a <laughs> well I, I I didn't I actually I didn't I don't think I went to Sunday school that morning mm. I just met them for church mm-hmm. and I walked in the back door and I was like I'm sitting on the back pew you know that's <laughs> and that was always a joke with amongst our family growing up and it, and it may still be a joke amongst Catholic families and mm. but you know always get the back seat because that's the best seat in the house mm. and because you can be the first one out the door going to dinner right just in case and so well so i sat in the back and i just remember sitting back there and pastor summers just kept talking and i i don't remember what he preached on but before i even went forward to the to the altar I mean, it was probably 10 minutes into the service. I had already given my heart to the Lord. I was like, 
this is what I've been searching for. This is going to fill the hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. And, and it did. And it's, you know, here I am. I'm 26 years later. Mm -hmm. So 20, a little more than 26 years. So yeah. And so, so sweet. but yeah, anyway, with that being said, <laughs> that was the funny story about just about the strict nine and the serpents. So <laughs> you don't want to silence words and you know casting mm. out. No. no. <laughs> Where's your faith, buddy? <laughs> that's not playing with snakes, that's for sure. I think finally will be. What are some traits of Farah that you adore so much and you like to highlight? Because I know she's not somebody to talk about herself, knowing in the right. What are some, you know, great things about her that you like for us to know? Oh. I don't know where to start. Mm. Um, she's a great mom. She's a great wife. Uh, she's a great friend. What makes she's... you a great mom? Well, um, just the way you take care of your kids. When your kids are in need, it's, I mean, you are, you will drop what you are doing. Doesn't matter what it is, you'll drop and your kids come first and you will take care of them. Um, you'll, you know, it, I'm not saying that you're going to, you challenge and you inspire them to be better. Mm. You challenge them to be better. Even to this day, you know, when, now that we've got all adult kids and we've had to make that transition to parenting adult kids, okay. which we are no longer their, um, number one go to person. No, we're, we're no longer their disciplinarian. We're no longer their, but now we are their, um, their counsel. And so they call their mom for counsel and they call her for, you know, well, mom, what are your thoughts on this? Mm. Um, and and she's honest with them, you know. She gives them the truth, and she she doesn't pull any punches. Um, you know, she she lets them know exactly her. You know, they all know where they stand with her. Yeah, I definitely have never been the mom that, for example, um, you know, like we have Avery, our daughter Avery. Like she was really tall. Like she's always been really tall. So when she was you know, um, third grade, fourth grade, she's playing basketball and they, they put her, you know, as post. And, uh, I made a joke one day with someone, I was like, well, they have her at post because she's so tall. It's not because she plays basketball so well. And they're like, you're so mean. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with my kids. My kids are not going to go on America's Got Talent or they're not going to do this but or my that. My mom said. My mom said, no, like I'm going to be but honest. Lucy's a very good baseball player. Because of that would be good baseball player. You know, he, and, and, and with that being said, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from Luke and his baseball, but each one of our kids are very good in their chosen. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. what, in what Locations, they follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mackenzie does, and, and her music is starting to pick back up, but Mackenzie is extremely gifted in, oh. in music. She is. Avery. She's a singer. She's a That's the truth. <laughs> when, you were, when you were talking earlier about you being maybe tone deaf, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard me sing? No, I don't. No, it's because I sing so low and you can't hear it. I didn't want to um, hear it. No, no, you know, no, I shouldn't. No, I, and, and I, I, Although after being married to Farrah as long as I have, yeah. she she will tell you I have gotten better, okay. but I'm still nowhere near making okay. the stage. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so my kids is good at music. And yeah, Avery is. All of our kids yeah. can sing 
Everybody and play instruments. Every plays, plays like, guitar, drums. She plays all the know. not just guitar, but she plays all the guitars. Yes, from yes, acoustic to electric to bass to I mean, wow. you put her, you put a guitar in her hand and she'll have it going. Wow. And and you know we had a um, we we had her in lessons for I don't know maybe eight months nine months, and the instructor came to us and said, "Look, I I can't teach her anymore. She's beyond my." <laughs> She's very self-motivated. Yes, and 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 it's because she would always play. Wow. I mean, it was it was a constant for her. She'd come home from school and she'd pick up a guitar and start playing. And then and and I'm not saying that the the instructor was a um was not very talented because he was very, very gifted, yeah. very gifted wow. uh, musician. Mm-hmm. And he just said, "Look, you, she's beyond where I'm at." It's actually good of them. It's not well, good her and, you know, he said, "I've uh, taken her as far as, as I that, like she wasn't wow. necessarily beyond his." She was self-motivated yeah. and, uh, you know, and that's one thing that I always encourage my kids. Like I did not want to be the limiter mm-hmm. on their life. And so like, I would encourage them to go and, and try things, but then, but also, so like our daughter, Ella, she, she moved to Australia in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic and, and then the pandemic no, 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 no. hit. Before the pandemic. Ah, sorry. Yeah. January, <laughs> she left January 18th and then the world shut in down March, on the 21st. You know, uh, and, and she stayed and her dad was like, get her home. Like mm-hmm. she, needs to I, I was home. making phone calls. I was trying to figure out how I'm going to get her home. She cannot stay there. And, and I, she had a foot. We called her one day and we were, I mean, it was a, okay, we've got to make this decision, you know, because her bringing her home is not a small task, especially yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. And she, she actually, what she said that just kind of put everything into perspective. She's like, dad, I understand where you're at, but understand that God has opened too many doors for mm-hmm. me to come over here and then mm-hmm. just turn around and come back home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I'll-. And I was 100% yes. like with her all the way. I'm like, babe, if God's called her, yeah. you know, like she's got, and we had always and said, I'm, no way. I, I want her home. <laughs> like, yeah. this, this was going to try to protect her. Yeah. <laughs> But we've always said, like, we would rather have our kids. And there was a missionary friend of ours that said so that we yes, kind of didn't come up with this. Yeah. But we would rather have our kids in the middle of the Amazon River <laughs> in, in a leaky boat could... surrounded by yes. alligators in the, will, in the will of God than in what people think is the safest city yeah, in America, yeah, yeah. you know, and being out and of be God out of the will of God, yeah, like you know, yeah. better than God, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we want them pursuing. Like I don't want them to hold back because mom and dad's not comfortable, or that you know we've persuaded them one way or the. I want them to go explore and adventure, and try things, adventure. and mm-hmm. and live. Yeah, that's it. That's life. a. I feel like so many parents struggle with that. Because you still want your, you know, you want to, you, you're but thinking we protect them by keeping them close in yeah. that way. But it might not be doing them, you know. A you know, I went yeah. to high school with a girl. And this is one of the things, I think this is one of the deals that really kind of um, changed my whole view on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Was I went, I graduated high school with a young lady that she had never been out of the county in Arkansas that we lived in. Does she have a passport? Probably not. No, <laughs> she never. The county, because not the, the country, county. the county. So for, for our so for our senior trip, we went to Fort Smith, 
Because I, I graduated high school. I graduated high school in Danville, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and we were the home of the Little Johns. Do you know what a Little John is? No. Okay. Well, it's a toilet, according to the superintendent. <laughs> it's a toilet. It's about stands about that tall. Home of so, the Little Johns. Yeah, but 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 in all actuality, it's actually Danville is on the Petty Jean River. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So, and but that's what the superintendent told me the first day I went, and 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 he was just having fun with me. But still, nonetheless, it was. But so for our senior, um, our senior trip we went to fort smith Mm -hmm. so not only did she get to get out of the county and go to another to a big city so because fort smith is right on the border of oklahoma we actually went over the garrison bridge and went into oklahoma so so she could say she'd been out of state (laughs) we we did that on our senior trip what's she now i hope she's uh you know i don't know i i i really don't keep track or keep tabs with a lot of the guys from my where I graduated yeah it's and it's and it's kind of sad because I actually keep better tabs with guys I went to high school with up in Kansas um and it's for no reason then that's just well you were only there two years yeah 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 you were in the Navy right Air Force, sorry. No, not the Navy, Air Force. Don't, don't Navy you? Don't Navy and Army? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't you put me in the Air Force. <laughs> Daddy's trying to the Air Force. I know. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was her right. decision. You think I'm going to take it easy on her? How many, not, how many years were so, you? Okay, so I was in the Naval Reserve for yeah. uh, eight years. Okay. And then, and, and then I was in the Army Reserve for three years. Which one was easier? Easier, relatively speaking. I, I wouldn't say easier. I would say that the Navy Reserve was be, was a better organization. Mm-hmm. Well, so where the Army Reserve, the, the unit I was with, and I'm not going to say the unit, but the unit I was with, it was actually a special operations unit that was um, what... <sighs> It's just a communication of flying. No, so so when I showed up, I was there. So I my first weekend there, I showed up and I and they're like, oh yeah, just get ready because we're going to the field. Well, I'm used to going to the field with every you know marching to the field, just yeah. hiking ten miles into yeah. the field and doing our thing with for the weekend and with all of our gear. Yeah. Carry, we carry all everything in, carry everything out. Yeah. And when they said, hey, we're we're going to the field this weekend, I'm like, all right, cool. So I came in ready to go. I had everything stripped down, ready to go, and. Um, I remember going to my platoon leader and he's like, Hey, this is what we're doing. I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my gear, you know, and let's, let, and so I put it in the Humvee and he's like, Oh no, 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 that's not how we go to the field. I'm how, like, how do you go to okay. <laughs> so he backs the Humvee up to his personal vehicle and he starts throwing in a personal cooler, personal lawn chairs. And I'm like, wait a minute. And, and so, and so we go, we go to the field, and it's, and I'm like, you got, I mean, it was like a bunch of guys going to camp, so going to deer camp or something like that. And I'm like, man, favorite place, compared to the navy, probably navy. No, I, no, because we, you know, we weren't going to the field to play. We were going to the field to prepare for battle. Uh, yeah. To and and that to was practice that. to, to practice yeah. fight, the fight, and uh, um, and as things went on, so. The next weekend, they came to me and said, hey, you want to do the Soldier of the Year competition? I'm like, I just started. I just joined the Army. I don't know anything about the Army. And they're like, well, you know, you're squared away. And we we really, you're probably the most fit guy in the unit. So why don't you just go now? I'm like, okay. So you just signed up? And so, I, so they dropped, they came and they gave me about eight books that stacked about that tall. And I'm not a reader. 
I'm not. I, and, and that's one, if I could change anything about me, that's what I would change is that I would read more. And, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, you've got two months. I'm like, Oh, well, fast forward two months. And I didn't really read a whole lot. But one of the, one of the things that they promised me is when I joined in, when I came over to the air, if I did this, then they would give me a promotion. Okay. And so I was like, okay. So I end up going, we do the, uh, we do the physical fitness part. Mm. Then we do our combat readiness mm. and, and, and there's about eight different aspects. I was actually the first guy. What? <laughs> Nothing. What? She's Nothing. just looking that you're lovely. No, she's not. She's whispering in my ear. Oh. <laughs> oh, anyway. So we, we go, we go through everything. We go through everything. And I, at, when we're done and we're going into the interview part, I was second. I was sitting second in wow. the in the um, yeah. competition yeah. of about ten guys. Wow! And, and you didn't do a lot of reading. No, so we were going into the interview part, and and I knew that if I didn't know the information, that I yeah. I don't have that information. Yeah. And so they asked me several different questions, and one of the questions that the command sergeant major asked me, he's like, "Other than your un or other than your ribbons, what's wrong with your uniform?" And I look and I said, I'm sorry, Sergeant Major, there's nothing wrong with my uniform. He said, well, your ribbons, there's not, they're not on my, you don't have them in your packet. I said, well, Sergeant Major, I've got them in my packet that's in my vehicle. If you give me two minutes, I'll go get them. He's like, you've got two minutes. I ran out to my vehicle, grabbed my packet, brought it back in, gave it to him. He opened up and this was my Navy records. And he opened them up. He's like, okay, why are these records not in here? I said, I don't know, Sergeant Major. They were given to my chain of command to make sure they were in here. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of looks over at my, at my first sergeant. And then he sets back up and he's like, okay, other than that, what's wrong with your uniform? And I, and there was nothing wrong with my uniform. And so anyway, that kind of raised a flag. Fair, she's laughing at me because I'm going too far into detail. Oh. But, but so at the end of the deal, that was also my promotion board. Wow. And everybody, so that there was the command sergeant major, the command first sergeant, and then there were five other first sergeants mm -hmm. on the panel. And so to make seven. And so everybody on that board wanted me promoted except one person. And that was my command first sergeant. The one you worked directly with? The one, yes. The one that told you to go read those books? Yes. And <gasps> because, and because that one didn't want me because he was my first sergeant. I didn't get promoted. Because I think he would know you the more better, right? Okay. Well, what none of them knew me. It was, what was his reason for doing that? Because I didn't win. Because uh, you came second. Because I came second. But he said to just participate. So, so, and so the next month, I actually went to my to my uh, commanding officer. And I told him, I said, I'm done. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not playing the game. And my and that commanding officer talked me into going to Germany with him. Basically said you're going to Germany with me, and so I went. Um, this was BF right before Farah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think it was no, it wasn't. It was, it was after Farah. Yeah, it was after Farah. Yeah, we were married. We were married. Yeah, it was after Farah. No, she didn't go. Yeah, because I I remember being over there, and I'm like, I want to bring her with me. Mm -hmm. So that was so many years ago, but I want to bring her back. But uh, um, and so I went over there and did that, and then came back. He's like, okay, now you're going to Colleen, Texas, with me. I'm like, I'm done. He's like, no, 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 just come down yeah. here and do this. 
And so in both of those, I earned some, some medals that, uh, were very, were not given away very easily. Oh, nice. And, um, I earned those and he tried to talk me into it and I'm like, and I just couldn't do it. And that's how you ended them. Yeah. He switched to army because he could drill in Fayetteville and it was only a 45 minute yeah, drive yeah. Oh. as opposed to a two and a half hour. But he loved the Navy more. So oh, he yeah, sacrificed yeah. that for the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, he really loved with the Marine because he was with, he was a corpsman. Oh, yeah. And so I was there, he was. Yeah, so, so that's what he loved so much about it. And and I think that what made that switch was there were too many times that I'd be driving home from drill after being exhausted. And I'd fall asleep just outside of Little Rock and I'd wake up just before I got off the interstate. Like you driving? wouldn't remember. And I wouldn't remember the whole drive. Yeah. And you were driving. Oh, yeah. I was doing, I, and I'd make it home at the right amount of time. So I was doing 70, 75 miles an hour. And the you whole never time. go into an accident just closing your eyes. Right? I, I didn't close my eyes. That's just it. It just, it was kind of like, yeah, it was just like, it was just like my, my body was, you know. He did it for us. One fun story when he was still with the Navy, um, he went to drill weekend and this is, this just speaks to the kind of dad that he is. Um, the girls, Mackenzie and Gates had he had let them paint his toenails pink and he did not take it off for drill weekend and so they go out and do they do their ruck march and they come in and they're taking showers and some of the guys are like doc you're dead there's something you're gonna tell us doc there's something you need to tell us because I've got here I have pink toenails in the shower and and I'm just like no, I'm a I'm a girl dad. Yeah, That's absolutely. it. You know, I've got two little girls, and they <laughs> had their way with dad's toes. So, and did you have any? I mean, the common things we hear about when people leave their military careers, PTSD, and all that. Did you have any blowback no. on that? No. Why do you think it made you different from the, what? What? what well, was well, I, well for, first of all, I, I wasn't in in, in any direct combat. Right, so, um, I, I I didn't have rounds coming down at me. Okay. So that's. Well, I bet you saw some really, really horrible stuff as well. Yeah. I, well, so I did see some um, when I when I first got in and I was doing some stuff in Portsmouth uh, Portsmouth Hospital. I remember my first day on the job. Um, I had a guy die on me actually, mm-hmm. and he um, that stuck with me. But I, you know, it's like that's all dying is all part of life. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all appointed a time and I, I, I don't know when my time is, but I couldn't, it was that guy's time. It was his day. Mm-hmm. So, and then I also saw, you know, I saw a guy in the morgue that, uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty brutal. And I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you off. Off camera. But, the, off, but yeah, for the yeah. most part, he didn't see a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, we, you know. And, and it's like Fair, Fair and I have talked about this several times that I'll be driving down the road and I'll come up on an accident and end up pulling people from a from a rolled over car or I'll, you know, and it's just it's like literally right over here around the corner. We have a regional park and we're out playing softball one day. And when it ended that Sunday afternoon, like all of a sudden we hear gunshots and like he ran towards it and he he ran oh. and he saved the woman's life like the medics the, the paramedics were like if you had not known how to respond to this and care for her she oh, may have she died mm-hmm. so cool. shot her twice yeah 
Yeah, they much pulled much up beside her, and, and it was a drive-by. Much was a drive-by. No, I, I don't know. We we don't know. No. So, but they shot her once in the face and once in the chest. How should do we know? I don't know. We always just um, yeah. It was just yeah. it. It just I just went in to do what I did do, and yeah, it just it's, it's you know they they ingrain it and they drill it into you, and it's it's just a reaction. Yeah. It's not. A, I don't think about it. I don't think about oh, well, I could get shot or anything like that. It's just. So the joke around our house, house when anyone was sick, when our kids were little, with he would be like, "Just let me give you an IV," because oh, we used to have IV, IV bags. bags yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was one. So, so it's funny because when Farah was really sick, that she told to talk yeah. about that week, she was really sick. That's the first thing I wanted to do was give her an IV. Um, and she wouldn't let me give her an IV. And so so we ended up going to the hospital. Sets in. So we go oh, Yeah, so we go to the hospital. What's the first thing they do? The drip. They Plus give her the drip. And she's like, I feel so it didn't much better. Solve the issue though. No, it didn't solve the issue, but it was like <laughs> I feel so much better. And it's like, well, if you know, and I and I that, so that, so that that's where it all came from. It's like, let me give you an IV. Yeah, so, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now for men who might be struggling and just, you know, like you talked about vulnerability, I know for fathers who might be coming into a situation where they're, you know, blended family and kids, what are some tips you have for one, maximizing your max- masculinity while at the same time giving room for expressed emotions without buttoning everything in? And then two, as a father and a husband coming into a blended situation, what are some tips from a male's perspective that they could use? Um, as far as, you know, we're all given emotion. The only, the only, um, emotionless person, the dead person, right? Yeah. It's, we're, we're all, you know, crying is not a sign of weakness. Mm. If, if, if that is in your mind that crying is a sign of weakness, you just, you need to change that perspective. Um, because I, I find that there are times where I have to let my emotion out. And I don't care who sees it. Um, my kid, all of my kids have seen me cry. Um, you know, there have been people. I mean, you, if you would have looked over there a little while ago, you'd have seen me crying. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, focusing on a beautiful wife. <laughs> well, ju- just thinking about our history. I mean, you know, we, we sit, we sit down and we talk about it every now and then. And it's just like, oh my goodness, that was such a, a pivotal point in our marriage, such a pivotal point in our lives. And it just, you know, tears start flowing mm. and uh, um, yeah. So it, it, don't be afraid to express your emotion, mm. you know, and, and my emotion towards her, that's another thing that, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my, emo- my love in for her. I don't care who's around or what I'm, you know, they're going to know that <laughs> there's a ring on her finger. And I put it there. I put it there. And there's a reason I put it there. It's mm-hmm. because I love her. I will protect her. I will cherish her till death do us part. About you know, together by that reason. We are. We are. <laughs> and yeah. And so, you know, and so that's, that's kind of ingrained in me. And I know it's ingrained in her too. And so she just kind of, she accepts me for who I am. And so she'll accept, you know, she'll accept my affection no matter where <laughs> we're at. So. Even um, though she might not be the one in shit in the other time. Cause I yeah. don't do PDF very well. Yeah. yeah. But like even our girls will say like they have verbalized the fact that, you know, in selecting their spouses or, you know, like I, I want someone like you, dad, Mm. you know, that's Um, good. That's a hallmark of being a good parent right there. When your kids say that to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they have a really good kids. And your kids are so 
well, you know, mannered and, and, and I'm talking about them as if they're like in their tens or twelves, but I love your kids. They have a heart for people. You can tell. Okay. It's a look, look came to my house for Christmas <laughs> and he was the minority. Then I used that word. He just fit right in. Oh, he loved it. Like, where's that guy? Oh, he's my brother. Like his family. Oh, that makes sense. He just. Oh, he, like his favorite part of it, he talked about at the end when they were getting rice to take yeah, home, yeah, and, yeah. you know, the big ice chest. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, they said, he's even more of a Nigerian than we are. Yeah, But as far as any kind of advice going into mm-hmm. a blended family, you one, you have to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And then two, you have to be willing to um, communicate. Mm. That's if I could go back and change anything about our relationship early on, it's Mm. that we could communicate better Mm. and that we would learn how to fight better. Mm. Um, Because we're always going to argue. We're always going to have disagreements. But if we could have done it better, Mm -hmm. um, I I think that that's probably and, and know that there's differences that. You know, I don't, there's a lot of people that get married a little bit later on. So the kids are a little bit older. Well, you can't go in and change those kids, you know, whether 10, 12, 14 years old or even eight, you know, six or eight, because they've had an upbringing and there have been things that have been ingrained in them already. And you're not going to go in there and change things in the first month, you you know, and, and they're not going to care what you say. Mm. They're going to care what you do. They're going to they're going to watch you more than they're going to listen to you. And if they see you yelling at if they like if like Mackenzie, if she saw me yelling at Farrah all the time and being mean and ugly and just to Farrah all the time, then anything I say to her is not going to really not going to really matter. But when they when they see me love their mom and when they see me listen and take heart what she says then that kind of opens the door with and be, be willing to show compassion, yeah. you know, be willing to show emotion to the kids. So I think the one thing that I would want to reiterate was what my mom did, what she oh, yeah, practiced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, even if you don't care to be around your, you know, yeah. ex, like that is their parent and they need that parent and they yeah. need that relationship even if that individual is unhealthy and you may have to put boundaries mm-hmm. you know around that because i realize that there are some unsafe situations but they still need, that, need yeah. an awareness yeah. you know and and yeah. need to have some kind of yeah. relationship because that is their parent your kids mm-hmm. parent and so do what you can to humble yourself and help them to be able to have that connection, yeah, even with boundaries, yeah. if that's what has to be the case. Because yeah. I'm not saying put them in an unsafe situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to be very You know, be wise, yeah. but don't be diminishing. Mm-hmm. Don't put down that yeah, other yeah. individual just because you had a problem with them because you're bitter towards them or you don't you know, you that know, was... care for them. It, Sorry, and I know I'm cutting you off, but I don't mean to, but that's one thing that really inspired me about my dad. Um, I I got to know my dad after I was 30. I think I was about 32 or 33. 
Not, not really. Um, and there's there's a long backstory that I won't go into. But I went out to meet with him in Reno, Nevada, and he gave me as much time as I wanted, just him and I. He sent everybody in his family away, his wife and and my half siblings, and we just sat and we talked. And he answered every question that I had, mm-hmm. and you know he he had every opportunity to say anything he wanted to about my mom. Um, and he didn't. And that has spoke volume. He, what he did say, he said one thing about my mom and he said that she, you about your mom. Yeah. About my, he said, isn't that what I said? You said what? No. What anyway. Anyway, he, he said, your mom has done a great job raising you kids. And that has rung with me, you know, for, for those almost 20 years now Wow. that, that, that because spoke volumes. He to grew me. up thinking a very different, having a very different picture about the kind of person that his dad. Does that, your mom say some things about him around you? Um, I, yeah, yeah. She said she said some things around us. She not directly to not. I mean, there was a couple things she said directly to us, but there were things that she would that were indirectly said, um, and and but loud enough for us to hear it. Mm, okay. And and so I grew up with a different picture of my dad. Um, and and when I was able to go out and visit with him, I got a completely different picture, picture. of him. Yeah. So yeah, and so that that spoke volumes. How many cases where the kids involved and then the other parents uses that kid as a pawn to kind of like separate the new home. I don't, I don't put up with that junk. How do you, but those, cause I have a friend who's currently going through that now. The son is caught in the middle of divorce mm-hmm. parents and the father uses that as a pawn against her. What's his name? I'll call him. No, <laughs> my goodness. So, um, just um, no, it's yeah. That, that's very difficult. Yeah. Um, because all that you're doing in that moment, you're, your child already has the mm-hmm. trauma of being yeah. from a broken home, even though it is very commonplace, mm-hmm. whether you're in the church or outside of the church. Yeah. Um, sadly enough, it is commonplace, but it is traumatic for, for our kids, kids, for the yeah. kids that come from a broken home. And then whichever parent, and sometimes it's both parents, mm-hmm. the children as pawns, um, you are just adding to their trauma. Their trauma. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. That's very unhealthy. And it is a very immature approach. Yeah. And what one thing I would say to your friend mm-hmm. is just keep loving your son. Mm-hmm. Love him as best as you can and do your best. Do your absolute best not to be, not to engage in that kind of, um, conversation you know if it's well dad said this and dad said that i'm sorry he said that and you don't have to you don't have to defend yourself to every accusation and you don't have to engage in every argument and that's what i would say is you don't you know if it's if it's something that is extremely detrimental then yeah defend yourself and let your kid know as long as you've got the proof but if if it's something that it's just like, well, dad says this and dad says that, I'm sorry he says that. And it's hard I'm sorry. to be yeah. patient and in, to in, endure, yeah. you know, long term. Um, we definitely journeyed 
through, through that. that. Um, but I but I knew that God was bigger than the situation. I knew that God was still on the throne. Nothing about yeah. that situation made him even flinch. Oh. And as long as I remain true to my faith, true yeah. to my family. Mm-hmm. You also were estranged from your daughter for a while. Is mm-hmm. that that period as well? Mm-hmm. How many years is it? Uh, so she was 12 and she reached out. She was 19. 19 or 20. Oh, seven years. Yeah, seven years. And you had her from, for the previous 12 years, you had her with you? No, no. So she, she, we had visitation. Okay, so we had visitation. And then two weeks out of the summer. Sometimes it was a little more, sometimes it was a little less. Um, Oh, I see. But yeah, so she, uh, yeah. So for seven years, you never heard from her? Well, yeah, we, we did not from lack of, not from lack of trying, but yeah, we did close doors. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he went doors. to, uh, he and a couple of our kids went to her and watched her high school graduation, but they, they didn't get an invitation. He got the, you know, he just called the school to find out the information because he knew, knew she, she was, was graduating. graduating and that's my daughter. Um, yeah. And he was like, I want to, I want to be there and I, the day will come where we will be reunited and I want to be able to say mm. you know I was there yep and I did there there were some harsh things that were said following yeah, that but yeah. I mean that's that's oh, all you on the day? No, no 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 but I, I I reached out to her and said hey that was you know your graduation was very nice it was you know congratulations and I got a nasty gram back but she was you know she was being deceived at the time and that's yeah. and now she's you know, of course, she's come back around, and we she's got one of our grandkids, and oh, yeah, yeah, so there is a relationship, yeah. and yeah. so and seven years—that's a long time. It is a long time. How was he like during that time? <laughs> he was. The, I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah, like it was. It was hard. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think that reality was he went through moments of depression. He was very withdrawn, so he didn't talk about it a lot it was really painful uh and it was painful for us mm-hmm. too so family dynamic right yeah 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 and so um <laughs> yeah it was hard on the whole family you know and and the reality is like we are so grateful um that that we prayed and believed god for revival and 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 even sowed seed into other families for yeah. our miracle yeah. of that relationship being restored but and and in that sowing of the seed for the restoration of our family mm-hmm. was when Josh came mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so we 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 sowed we sowed a seed for restoration in our family you know in our finite minds we're sitting here thinking about gates yeah but Josh came. Here comes Josh. Yeah. 17. Like literally two weeks after we did, like, I, I know some people would be like, what do you mean by sowing a seed? But like we, we gave a gift at church, like a financial, you know, yeah. uh, gift. And we actually wrote that, on there yeah. that this is for, this. This is for this, yeah. the restoration of our, of our family. Mm-hmm. And we had gates, like he said, we had gates in our mind. And literally two weeks later, I didn't know at that time, but he got the phone call 
from Josh's. How did he find out about father. you? What was his mom saying about you? Well, so he he'd known about me for for several years. Um, since he was, I don't know, probably what six, eight seven. years old, seven so years old. So the mom could have contacted you easily. Um, I don't know that it was easily because remember, this is back before Google. Also, this is back before. before um, she did, and that that's a whole other story that okay. we'll talk about okay. later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she she had the idea, and, and they found um, Josh always wanted to every year. His mom would tell him, you know, hey, we'll do it on on your birthday next year. Let's let's wait another year. Let's wait another year. And finally, when he turned 17, he's like, no, you're going to, you know, I found him. I found my dad on Facebook and yeah, you know, either you can, yeah, he had a name, he had a so. name, but he didn't. And so he said, look, either you're going to do it or I'm going to. So he was slift, sifting through the old, because your name is, you know, I mean, there's not going to be many Tony Stouts, but right. I imagine there were so many entries. How did he know it was you in particular? I just sent all of them a message. There's no doubt. He didn't reach out. He didn't reach it out to me. It was his adoptive father. His adopted dad called. that called me. So, so they were like, I they been, got involved. I had got, so I'd gotten like three or four Facebook requests from, from, from Josh's mom. Okay. And, and I asked fair a couple of times. I'm like, do you know who this is? Cause she keeps trying to request me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not, you know, oh, I, I'm not going to spend the night together. I don't even remember her name. That was BC before Christ, okay. right? No, 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 no. Well, it was BC. Yes. Okay. But, but here's the deal. It wasn't the name that I knew her by. Oh, maybe she used half. Because she took her married name. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. And so, and I, and I wasn't going to go. <laughs> so, wait, 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 are we expecting more phone calls? You, know? <laughs> you are the father. They better not be. I mean, I, they better not be. Um, if there is, I don't remember the night. I can just say, no. Um, anyway, so she, uh, um, I got several <laughs> Facebook friend requests from her and I, and I didn't recognize the name. Mm-hmm. And so, and I asked her, I said, Hey, does this, do you know who this is? And she's like, no. And so I would decline. And you had you know? mutual friends. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, so I'm like, okay, you know, and then, then one day I get this phone call and, and it's like, Hey, is this Tony Stout? I'm like, yeah, it is. And, and we were doing stuff around the house and I was busy. And, and he's like, well, are you sitting down? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm working. And he's like, well, and he gave me his name and he said, I'm Josh's, Josh Combs adopted dad. I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, he's like, Josh is your son from hmm. when you were, when you were dating so and so. And I'm like, oh, hang on, let me sit down. How long ago was this? Um, well, that's when Josh was 17. Wow. So it was his senior year of high school. Wow. And so I, I sit he's down 30. and we talk. Yeah. And Josh was, yeah. So he that's turns 31 next month. Wow. So, and so we, so I sat down and we talked for a few minutes and t- I talked to him for a, cu- a couple times throughout. And I, and finally I got, I got to the point where I was like, you know, do you mind if I call him? And, and visit with him. He's like, no, not at all. And so, I mean, it really was literally, it wasn't two minutes later, Josh called me. And so, and so we talked for a few, for a few minutes and all this time she still didn't know. It took me a month to tell her. Why? Were you worried? I just was trying to process. I, I had to process. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing she'll tell you is that I, there are times that I will just completely shut, shut down down. down and I've got to process stuff. Okay. Um, we had one of those days the other day. So, um, <laughs> That there was a, it wasn't a wise, it was no, 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 it wasn't a wise decision on my end. So, so so anyway, so, so fast forward a month and I, I had become friends with Josh on Facebook Mm -hmm. 
And so fast forward a month and the computer's sitting right in there, kind of like it is right now, except there's just one monitor. And I, and I took her in there and I said, here, I want to show you something. So I pull them up on Facebook and I start showing some pictures and she just, she's sitting on my lap. She looks at me. She's like, why are you showing me pictures of you in high school with your old girlfriends? Yeah. And I'm like, babe, this is not me. This is my son, Josh. And it was like, I literally gasped. She got, she, she lost her uh, breath for a second. Like, yeah, it was like, because there's no doubt. Josh, Josh looks oh, yeah, just I like, me. like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I am immediately thought back to that conversation that night in our home in Arkansas after we got home from church. Yeah. I told that story earlier that, um, where he was crying and, you know, he had, been told that, that, yeah, that there had been an abortion, but he felt like he was out there somewhere in the world. Wow. Like, that's immediately so you, felt, you felt there was something out there. Oh, yep. he's just going to So, so we, we worked it out to where we went and met him Christmas. Right after Christmas. Was it very awkward the first time? Oh, oh my gosh, no. No. Not at all. I mean, we get out of the vehicles and he just runs and just jumps on me. Yes. And just embrace, yes. just an embrace. It, it was like one thirty, two thirty in the morning when we got. Yeah, we we drove. We we made a twelve hour drive in ten hours. And his parents were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom and adoptive dad, like they were there, mm-hmm. and they met us in the parking lot at the hotel, and then we all drove and went to IHOP. In the middle of the night. And had food. And so then we're like, okay, well, we're going to go back to our hotel. And he was like, I'm staying with you. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like okay. we have one room. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> with, you know, there's two beds, but one room. But I'm like, this is our kid, but doesn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> but not. This is a young man. I mean, he was a young man. Yes. And like, literally, he stayed. And literally, the minute the hotel door closed, he tackles him and takes him to the floor. And you know how you see like fathers and sons wrestling and stuff? They did that. Oh, It was like a three minute wrestling match, you know, and I'm, I'm feeling. I had to put him in his place. (laughs) I was in the wild. Yeah. And. And he is just like, oh, you know, he was, he was, he was a, he was a little kid at the like, candy store. That was you. He had longed, like he had longed for that day oh. for years. He said. It was a beautiful thing to, yeah. how's your relationship with him now? It's good. We talk, yeah, we talk on, um, not every day. Yeah. I we mean, talk on gosh, a regular basis. I, I wish we lived close. Right. I do. So in Arkansas? Uh, no, he lives in, Mo- uh, just outside of Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Is uh, him, okay. Yeah. He's married to Rachel and, uh-huh. and they've got, um, they've got three kids. So they're a blended the family. They're a blended family as well, but they've got one on the way. Yeah. No, no, no. So See that better be a little girl. Why? Because if not, we're sending her back. <laughs> oh, that's so, no, no I, I, that's what I told her, but it was all a good fun. So, <laughs> have two boys he's, he's, so he's got three. So he's got two from his previous marriage, yeah. and he's got Benji with Rachel. Oh, okay. and, uh, um, Are and they all boys? Is, yes. Oh, so that's why you want to yeah. yeah, so we got Bradley and Noah. And you have that's a grandson from, as well, you know, another grandson. Yeah, you know, Hardy. So we, yeah. That's Arthur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just learn to walk. Oh, watch out for oh, that he one. Did, yeah. We got video. He's 10 months old. Just learn to walk. Wow. And he's such a he's such a big boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's ten months old, wearing two T clothes, and almost out of. He's a little giant. He's a little giant. That's, he is. That's good. He's amazing. Like he's yeah, so yeah. smart. They're all smarty, smarty mm-hmm. bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Bradley and Noah are, are extremely compassionate. Yeah. Um, Benji is Benji is he's, he's a little a, firecracker. He's a firecracker. Yeah, he is. He's he's honoring. He's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, so blessed. I mean, just oh, sitting here and hearing more about it. I mean, I felt like I knew some bit yeah. about you, but you know, all the stories and the behind the scenes. Yeah. You've heard a lot like, oh, this afternoon. Yeah, I, I feel like I just want to keep hearing more and more. You know, oh, we you know. we could write a book. You should write a book. We could, and it's you as well, especially you and all of your escapades, BC. Careful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you need to be in a book so that you can show people the measure of salvation. That is hope, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's the angle I'm coming at. Not just for you to talk about your busy days, but yeah. that Jesus has paid all of Jesus yeah. paid it all. Yeah. If he can come. And I'm a new creation. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yay. If he, if he can love me, then he can love anybody. That, that's, that was the point so, I was going for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like every so, one of us will have yeah. a lot. You know, yes. and, 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 and my, my testimony is not the testimony of, you know, I was strung out on drugs. I was strung out on alcohol. I was a womanizer. I was all this, that, and everything else. I considered myself a good person. I did, um, I, you know, and, but I, I, God met me where I needed him the mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. on the day that I needed him the most at the moment. too. And there was no judgment. There was no, well, you got to change this. It was just like a father welcoming him, his son home and loving me. And he's loved me ever since. And even in my failures, because I've had my share of them and, uh, yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. This has been a lovely episode, and I'm gonna to have to break this into two parts. I know, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to stop it. This is exploratory, <laughs> and I didn't want to just stop it because we had good questions and the good mm-hmm. responses, and then a lot of the problem for most of it. And Tony joined, you know, yeah. and, and just understand that this is just the tip of the iceberg, right? Oh, so, yeah. you know, if you take that iceberg and you flip it over. There's so much more in there. What is so fun is to watch the two of you when y'all get together. Like oh, really? I love the moments when we over dinner. Yeah. And to We're see the two stuff. of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can talk for hours. I love the gift of Gab. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So do you. Oh, oh yeah. So sorry. <laughs> and that was it, so. guys. It's been such a fun time with the stouts. Yes. Thank you. Couch and learning more about your story. And where can people find you? For, don't find her. She doesn't want to be found. <laughs> You're going to scare the introvert this way. But you can learn about church, not the church. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm on, Insta- on, on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Tony Sparrow. Okay. I'm not on social media. Not much. Very yeah, much yeah. anymore. I used to be on there. She posts about her people. She does life with like her choir people, her yeah. church members, and then her kids. And as spouse as well but you can follow the adventures on there and if you're ever in Oklahoma come worship with us at North Church please do. do yes able to see um, Farah Love on you in the lobby afterwards or even here saying with her Melifloa's voice thank you oh, for doing yes. the honors thank of you. sharing your story to the thank world. you for allowing us to share life with you of course yes of course. we love Our it alright guys catch you guys on another episode of Marcible Podcast I remain your host Lucy see ya Hill. bye everybody <laughs>of today's recap of our conversation with Fire and Tony. Their journey continues to unfold, unfold, revealing strength, love, and resilience in the face of adversity. If you haven't already, make sure to listen to the first part of our conversation to fully grasp the depth of, our, of their story. 
join us next time as we explore even more aspects of our guests, including um, other valuable lessons that they've left that they've learned along the way. Stay tuned for another captivating episode of the Mosible Podcast. I remain your host, Mosible. Love you guys and bye for now. Thank you.